Futurecast. Today on MTP, we recap a wild week eight in the NFL. We preview week nine for our power rankings for the week. And we try and figure out what the fuck is going on with the Boston Celtics. This is Missing the Point. Episode 94. But it's all relative. Welcome into Missing the Point. I am Michael Marcangelo, joined alongside by Hollywood Ray, Rayshon Buchanan, our EP, uh, Craig D'Alessandro. We're going to talk week eight of the NFL. We're also going to end uh, with the Boston Celtics. But before we get uh, Rayshon's blood pressure up too high, let's start with the positives. Week eight, NFL, the New England Patriots went in to SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles and earned a really good win against what we think at this point is a really good up-and-coming Chargers team. So uh, watching that game, Ray, what were your thoughts on that? Uh, the final score should have been 27-17, but I, and I know I'm nitpicking, but uh, Jalen Mills is a fucking joke. Here you go, that, that's one crazy. <laughs> Jalen Mills is awful. I'm just, I'm sick of seeing him and his green hair on, on the field. You know, he calls himself the Green Goblin, but he gobbles up nothing on the field. Um, you know, how ironic as we go into the circuit season. But anyways, yeah, he, he's just not that good. But no, I, I, was, I was happy to see uh, the day one nigga said, Paul, the opponent, we've, we've been clamoring for this all season. You know, you and I went back and forth, Mike, as you got my blood pressure going by saying it was a fake point a few weeks ago. I think it was team they beat, but all I think it was just the Houston game. And I'm like, look, man, this team ain't good enough to talk about what's a fake win or what I like. They just need to win games. So whatever we can see in the win column, whatever we can see, the oh, yeah. We we need to see that. I don't care if it's against the 2008 Detroit Lions. Like, you, you need to win a game. So it, it was pleasing to see Asia Phillips looked great out there uh it was good to see him perform with this uh his, his former team and yeah like i said it was a great performance all the way around and it looks like they're you know they made another building block so i was excited to see the see them see the win on the road again i think i think the best part about this win for me is, is that you know mac didn't play great like they no. won in spite of the fact that he did not have to play great the, the defense you know it, that also wasn't a, a great showing but they made those key plays at those key moments to steal and seal the game. I thought that Jalen Mills uh, touchdown, man, I mean, you don't get better coverage. He was in the right spot. He was doing the right things. He just couldn't come down with the ball. It always happens. Yeah, I think that's going to, you know, that's that's going to be something that, that always happens. But at least he wasn't like every other Patriots de- defensive back from, you know, the mid-2000s that just refused to turn their head. He made a play on the ball. He just didn't make, he just could not make the play. He's turning into Kyle Arrington. For casual pass fans, type it up. He's turning into Kyle Arrington. Craig frowns his face. Well, Kyle Arrington sucked too. I don't too. know. I, did, okay. I didn't hate Kyle Arrington. Kyle Arrington was good. It was a good slot corner. I well, I don't remember. I don't remember him being that good. <laughs> I, I just I, I don't remember a play that he had. That I, I was like, man, this guy is out there. I don't know. Maybe it's Sterling Moore. I don't know. Like I said, I'm just naming guys that we had in early 2010s that just wasn't that guy. Uh, and granted, Mills is not here on crazy money, so it is what it is. But mm-hmm. I just can't believe that today, as we recorded this on the trade deadline day, that they didn't look to get secondary help. You lost Jonathan Jones. You know, you're, you're obviously, you know, your best corner that you had, you know, basically quit on you and now back home in Carolina. You face him going into next week. So, I mean, I, to me, I just don't know how. I mean, help. 
They had a guy there in Carolina. His name was AJ Bouye. You know him very well because you faced him a few years ago in the AFC Championship game. You know what he could play. Uh, he's also the cousin of Jalen Brown. That's a fun fact. So yeah, I just think he's someone that could have been brought here. So I know that's kind of a little bit off script, but I just think that, you know, they need a secondary help. Like I'm a little star from Jalen Mills at this moment. If you haven't yeah, noticed. I, I, I couldn't tell, but I mean, this, uh, this win, uh, just to focus on, on the good aspects of it again, this is, <laughs> <Right>. their, <laughs> this is their first quality opponent. And when you look at, and, you, and when you look at their quality opponents this year, they hung tight with the bucks, they hung tight with the Cowboys. And now they were finally able to do the things that they needed to do to walk away from uh, the W. And I think, uh, I think this is a one that you can build on. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to compare this team to the 2001 team, right? Every, everyone likes to do that after the Rams lost, you know, five and five young quarterback. I don't know if, uh, I don't know if we have that many hall of famers on the defensive side of the ball uh, on this team, but this is something that you can build on. And I think just having the fact, like I said, uh, a couple minutes ago, Mac looking like a rookie and they still win like that. He's had to look better than maybe he actually is so far in order in order just to keep them in games or in order to overcome uh, a deficit against the Houston freaking Texans. But this time, the team was able to do it. So you know, before uh, before the Bucks game, you and I were on Ray. That you and I were talking after that. Bill Belichick can kind of still he can still game plan. Was this more of Bill Belichick game planning for Justin Herbert, or was this the Chargers absolutely just uh, shitting their pants in the moment? Well, there's an old school song by the Whispers called The Beat Goes On. And, you know, that that's what it is when it comes to Bill Belichick and young quarterbacks. The beat goes on. He continues to get the job done. And, you know, I mean, granted, I didn't like, listen, we weren't going to shut him out 43 nothing like we did last year. I knew that wasn't happening because it's 45. Is, yeah, 40, sorry, 45. No, sorry, excuse me. One of the worst games I've ever seen beat 45. Well, yeah, it was, it was, it was wild because even the Kerry Harry looked good last year. He looked good. But you know what? Maybe he needs to play in LA all the time. We, we, we can get into that shortly, but he, he, <laughs> he just looks somewhat decent, whatever he's in so far standing. So maybe he needs to be out there. Uh, but you missed it because four o'clock's already gone. But anyways, uh, you know, uh, yeah, so I, I, I you know, I definitely lost my train. I thought of that because I was trying to make jokes about Nikhil Harry. But I think the point was: is can, can, can Belichick is, is Belichick still good? Uh, yeah, Bel- Belichick is still game plan when, when he needs to. Uh, Herbert has not looked good the first two times matching up. I think he eventually will catch Bill at some point. I think he's like I said when you're six six two thirty. Oh, I said, we got to get Bobby credit. Bobby's the one that was saying that he was going to be a problem. I was just like, look, a quarterback from Oregon. I just don't see. Uh, what he's going to be. I kind of, anybody in the Pac-12, like, I just don't really think that they're going to be much of anything, but he is the prototype. Uh, you know, so I had to throw that in there since we're, we're both, all three of us are wrestling fans and we all know what that means as an insider. But yeah, he's, he's definitely the prototype. And, you know, who knows? He, he may be the guy in that division. I know Craig may think so, but he damn sure don't think the other guy in that division is going to be the guy. So, you know, I'm pretty sure Craig thinks that Herbert's going to be uh, the guy. But yeah, no, this is definitely game planning. I definitely think also, I forgot they have a rookie head coach as well. I mean, you know, I mean, Anthony Lynn would have got beat too. I mean, let's, you know, let's not, let's not yep. get it all. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. But rookie head coach, I'm like, listen, he's, he's, well, he's 4 0 against rookie coaches this year. I think so. That's not, you know, you don't stand much of a chance. Like, that's not happening unless you have a great team around you that they can win in spite of uh, the coach. Would this win have, uh, would this win have meant more if the Chargers didn't get their doors blown off the week before against the Ravens? Or is this still a real quality win? No, it's, it's still a quality win. I mean, listen, you know, the Ravens up until two weeks ago said, you know, they're a good team. So that that happens. And once, once again, it's the, it's the best week by week soap opera. Any given Sunday, someone can get beat, right? So, you know, we're going to get into that when we talk about the Jets shortly. But yeah, no, it doesn't mean any less. 
this team needs to string together. That's Bill Belichick's words because you see when they do the pats inside the locker room, they need to string together wins. And yeah, I mean, it, it, I am going to fall into the easy narrative. It does look a little bit like 0-1. Not saying that they're going to win the Super Bowl, but you know, that that game last week against the Jets winning 54-13, there was a team they beat 44-13 that year. I mean, the year they won the 0-1. Now, granted, Mike White Ain't, ain't pay Manning, <laughs> also, <laughs> but you know we're not. We, we, I'll, I'll never be blasphemous to put him in that category. But you know uh, that win propelled them. You know later on into the season. They, uh, granted, they're still going to have more. So we look at them like, yo, what the hell is going on? But if they are to make something out of the season, even if they make at least a divisional round, you know we're going to look back at these this season, this stretch of the season, and say, you know what, they had a rocky start and they found a way to right the ship and let Matt go. Now, as far as Matt goes, right, we talked about it. 16, was, was 16 to 33, 205. Yes. Plus. Yeah. It, 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 like, listen, pedestrian, right? Pedestrian at best. Game managers have a game for sure. Um, and I say he's been a game manager really all year, right? Like he, he's not going to turn them all over, you know, crazy. I do like the throw he had to Henry. I do like the couple of throws he had to Jacoby. I love that Nelson Aguilar finally held on to a ball. My I God. Know. Um, they're all fucking weak though, Nelson. Well, actually, no, let me say that back. No, we, we need you to catch that. But it'd be another win. If you were caught the Demarius Thomas type pass, zero blitz, you were gone. Cause you, he could fly when he catches the ball. He's out of there. They would have won the game, but whatever. Needless to say, it is what it is. You know, uh, Dallas got that win, but yeah, I, I think it's actually good that we finally seen a game that he throws for under 50%. Granted, we don't want that every week, but it also lets us know that they starting to entrust him more with the offense. They go as far as number 10 is going to take him at this moment. And that sounds crazy that a rookie is going to lead it. You know, and as they say, someone young shall lead them. Well, that's what's happening right now. Someone young is leading them and he has to continue to lead them uh, you know, to whatever you know status they're going to get to, not just this season, but beyond. Are we to the point now where we trust Damian Harris? Because I do. I, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm, I'm on the bandwagon. You know, him and Stevenson are the future. Is it too much to say that he's our, our most powerful running back since Corey Dillon? I mean, we're going to forget about the law firm? Yeah. I, oh, I forgot all about that Jarvis Green Ellis. Yeah. I mean, uh, he was a thousand yard rusher. So, I mean, let's, I mean, let's show him which guy quest. So, so is Antoine Smith. I mean, but, it, but they, they won with Smith, though. They didn't win with, uh, with the law firm, unfortunately. But no, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, whatever. I'll buy it. This is not, that's not something to really debate. I'll, I'll take that. And we'll say, I would love to get, I would love to see him get 1,635 yards. So I would love to see that. Uh, and that, that means that we'll be back in SoFi come February. <laughs> you can book that, baby. If he got 1,700 yards and then back doesn't you can you can rest assured we'll be representing AFC as a team. You're a 2021 New England Patriots, like that would be happening. And yeah, I may sound like a homer. Oh, well, sorry, Joe. I know what else will sound like the homer. Oh, well, I'm a sound like a homer. <laughs> if, we, if we get those type of numbers, you can rest assured when we represent the AMC. Um, then that's just how I see because the AMC is wide open, wide open, sorry. wide open, wide open. Yeah, but b- before we move on from this game, I-, I think I would be remiss if I didn't just talk about one negative thing. Maybe it's not a negative, maybe it's an area, maybe it's an area for them just to improve upon. Mm-hmm. Can we please just get the tight ends involved more, please? I mean, in this game, I, I, I know that if we're compared to last year, it's so much better, but last year was an Last. absolute fire. I mean, when you think about it this way, last two years. Yeah. They had the, the, the wide or the, uh, the tight ends, uh, c- combined for three catches and 46 yards. You, 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 we're not paying close to a hundred million dollars for that. You got to do more. You have to. 
Yeah, I mean that that's also on the game planning, right? So, you know, uh Je- Jesse Josh gets a break for me momentarily. Uh once again, you can get that shirt at mtbshow.com. But I, he gets a break for me momentarily because he's called a great game recently. But listen, uh was it the Dallas game? Was it the Dallas game or no? It was a game or was it, no, it was a game last week before he got hurt. Like John, featuring Jonathan Smith early, I was like, Hello. <laughs> like, do, do you not see what's going on? Like the man in space is a problem. He's a problem, ladies and gentlemen. Like, get this man the ball. Granted, obviously, you can't control injuries, but I'm like, yo, him in open space. Hello, we we need playmakers. Like, what are you doing, Josh? What are we doing, Bill? Whoever's behind us, like, what are we doing? So I think he sees Henry as a security blanket, meaning Mac. So we see that connection already. Uh, so I think we'll see that as we kind of go into December and, you know, football gets a little colder give it to a bigger body, you know, kind of see what happens. But yeah, we need to see them tight end, uh, you know, sweeps. You know, we need to set the tight end screens. We need to see the seam routes. You know, we need, we need to see the, you know, the, uh, the comeback routes. Whatever we can do to get those guys in. And for God's sake, please get Jacoby Myers a touchdown. I know, right? Like, damn, damn. Like, it's just like, just get him in there. Like, he, he does all the dirty work. He, he's becoming our new Edelman. He's becoming, he's becoming that. Please get him in that. I know Craig thinks he's nothing but a number three. That's okay. We don't have to argue that. You're right, Craig. As, as of now, you're right. So we're not going to go back and forth on that. But he does dirty work. Get this man in the end zone. Um, he helps the offense as much as anybody on this team right now, in my opinion. Um, he, he deserves it. Like, so he, he should have what the throwing touchdowns ever seen. I was about to drive the Boston to slap you. Just put, you just put Julian Edelman and Jacoby Myers in the same sentence. He, he, he's, no, but he's becoming that guy on, on, on this team. Absolutely. The guy that, that's a possession guy. Absolutely. That's not, not far fetched. Just to be clear, Craig, Edelman wasn't Edelman until 2013, and he was the number three up until sure. they, 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 right. they decided to not pay Wes. So, and even on the team for three years at that point, doing nothing. The nothing, just fielding punt returns. Right. So, exactly. But sure. let, 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 let Jacoby uh, mature because he was the only bright spot in the offense last year. Right, uh, and, I, and I think he, he's now he's your Mister Reliable. You know what? When you, if you throw him a ball, he's going to catch it. But well, sorry, last thing: is it me, or am I wrong to think that Bill took over the defense again? Because this felt more like he was scheming as opposed to Gerard Mayo, who I love, and his mm-hmm. uh, his cocaine addict looking son Stephen, uh, <laughs> in terms of a uh, of a game plan. This felt like a game plan that you would see, you know, let, let's say in, in 2011, right? When we didn't have a very good secondary, but they were able to piece together enough wins and hold them in the red zone enough to, you know, to get the, to the Super Bowl that year and make a deep playoff run. This defense is more talented, I think, than 2011, but this felt all like all scheme. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it has to be right in, in order for them to, to get to where they want to go. And like I said, we, we clamored for it a few weeks ago. He needs to have his hand in more, you know, in more of the defense or whatever. I mean, like I said, I think he, Randy Moss and some other guys alluded to it too. Like he knows offense as well. Like you have to, you can't be around the game as long as he's been and not know something on the offensive end, right? Like that's just, that just comes with the territory. But yeah, it, it looks like he is. And, and, and if, if so, thank God, because Steve Belichick, once again, narcissism is real. Nepotism. Yeah, 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 that too. Narcissism, nepotism, <laughs> whatever word would end. You know, it's also that though. It's both words, but he just he just needs he he, he needs to have a seat. He needs to have a seat. He, he needs to maybe join us and just watching the game, not, not on the show necessarily. Well, if you want to come on, Craig, reach out to you. But at the show, I just, I just to me, yeah. 
I just, I don't, yeah, I'm thankful that Bill said, okay, enough's enough. You know, it's time for me to take over. If that's the case, you know, we know Matt Patricia right now is just here collecting checks. Steve Belichick right now is collecting checks. Thank you, Detroit, because we're not paying him anything. Oh yeah. So cool. Whatever. Yeah. So like I said, yeah, appreciate that. But he's, he's literally just here, you know, just as a photo op on, on the sidelines clearly, but yeah, but if that's the case. Hopefully Bill is doing that. I've had an up and down relationship with Bill this season. I've had moments when I've wanted him to get him and Nike in the car and, you know, ship him off Phil Logan. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I felt that he's out of touch and he's still out of touch with certain things. I'm not going to back off of that, but he's still doing enough to show that he's still that guy. When he, when what do he you think Bill's out of touch with? <sighs> Finding offensive talent. Still there, and even it's that, but it's also this is this is not Are you sure because it kind of feels like he nailed the quarterback position, the running back position. No, quarter, quarter, quarterback. I think he's he's been fine overall since he's been here. I I, I think even you know hell, even Castle 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 being the seven round pick was able to help get them over to five. Castle was a Pro Bowl in this league. Uh, obviously, you know Jimmy G has been a starter. Doesn't mean he's he wasn't the greatest or he hasn't been the greatest, but he's been a starter. Yeah. Um, he's been to the Super Bowl. So, no, quarterback, yes. Running backs, he's done pretty well. Yeah. Whether undrafted or not. But, I mean, we know he sucks a wide receiver. Yeah, it's just like, I feel like he's really good with the offensive line. But, I, I don't know. It's just certain things. I'm just like that. But, I think if we just boil it down, he's just really bad at drafting wide receivers. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, but in this era, that matters more than anything else. Like, this is, you can't, you can't get by with Detroit Browns and David Pass to the world. And, that, and that's what our receiver court looks like an old one type. You know what I'm saying? Like that, it can't be, you need those, you need those Jerry Judy type guys in the league now. You just do. And it can't be Gunnar Oshetsky being a guy that's shaped, and he's not even playing, but it can't be those type of guys. Uh, maybe one or two of those guys. It'd have been cool to see Andy Isabella come back here, who was a UMass product. That'd have been cool to get him uh, back here uh, today, but it, it, it didn't work out that way. But no, but far, far as the out of touch, I mean, on the defensive side is definitely the linebackers. Like yeah. this, this is not, this is not 1986. Like this is not Carl Banks. This is not, you know, this is not LT, you know, and granted, obviously, of course, we fucking love to have an LT type of guy. Uh, duh. But it's just like, you're not going to find that guy. And let's just say this, let's just put it out there. Dante Hightower, my good sir, it is time to enjoy your family. It's time. It's time, my brother. You already got a glimpse of it last year, and I think you liked it. And that's fine. You you brought you helped bring us three rings, helped the greatest comeback of all time in Super Bowl history with that strip sack of Matt Ryan and the rest was history. So for sir, but we're forever indebted. You're in the Patriots Ring of Honor. You're you're probably the best 54. I mean, he's better than Brewski. That's just my opinion. Um, you know, I, it's it, but it's time. It's time. Like you're you're starting to look like me out there. It, it, it's it's time to go. That play that Justin Jackson had two or three years ago, he's getting smacked and that ball might get fumbled. He had that man on skates and he bowed down to him on the field and Justin Jackson was gone. Gone. Thank God that his cousin, J.C. Jackson, caught him, even though they ended up scoring like two of the plays after or literally like the next play after. But I was like, wow. I'm like, you made him look that foolish in the hole. I said, this is this is not good. Like, you, you need to get a linebacker that is smaller that can knock someone on their ass. Dante Hightower is no longer that guy. What, you, what you're, you not gonna, you're not going to bait me into a Hightower or, or over Brewski fight. You're just not going to do that. So <laughs> uh, we're just going to bypass that. I mean, they, that. They're both three-time champions, and they 
Yeah, one 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 was had uh was definitely more skilled. One was more opportune. I'll leave it to that. Like Brushki sure. won you more games than than Hightower did. Now Hightower is probably a better player, uh, all around more. But but I, w- I would say, you know, you you want you can't lose with either of them. But it, it, it to, to Why, your, that's true. To your point, it feels to me uh, like Belichick's prototype of a linebacker is more like a Gerard Mayo, just a big guy, gets a lot of tackles. Yeah. Doesn't make a lot of like a Willie, you know, a Willie McGinnis. He was, he's a Hall of Famer, but like that stature, big. And like to your point, right? Bezo uh, little. In the league, in the league now, like you can't do that. You have to have, you have to have Judon or, or, or multiple Judons, right? Someone said that he's the savior of the defense. He's the reason why that you're four and four. And you know, maybe you're not, you know, two and six. I mean, you should be better than four and four, but he is the reason why you, you are at least where you are. Um, we gained in the NFL had a lot of surprises, right? A lot of shocking uh, wins or losses, depending on who you were rooting for. I did not see New Orleans, the New Orleans Saints beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 36-27. I thought that uh, Tampa Bay was just rolling. They were a wagon. And lo and behold, uh, Jameis Winston and Trevor Simeon were, were enough to that and and that defense I, I i don't think i don't think that they don't get talked about enough nationally uh but the saints defense is real and, and it is fast it is opportune and they were able to obviously to take the ball away from brady twice uh and again they were able to i, I think they created did they create a fumble as well yeah so i mean they were just all over the ball but when you're watching that game when you see you know tom brady walking into the to the superdome and it's, you know, Jameis Winston, uh, who started the game. Obviously, he went down with, with a season-ending injury. They never cross your mind that this was not going to be uh, a, a Buccaneers win? Well, I mean, last year, New Orleans dominated them in the Super Dome as well. I mean, obviously, Drew Brees was the quarterback, so um, that had a little bit to do with it. But I wanted to humble some of my friends at the Saints fans, and you may be listening to the show. So first, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. What friends do you have? A lot of friends, dude. I, a lot I, of friends. I, a lot. All, all, all over. All over. Thankfully. Uh, this one, they have download the show. So thank you. <laughs> he's, got, uh, he's, got, he's got pros in different area codes. You know what I mean? And that, that's, 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 that's right, baby. Shout out to Luda. But, uh, <laughs> you know, they, I want to humble Saints fans. You got hyped when y'all smacked them in the regular season last year. Or I'm just smacking them. I like, said, so you beat them. Okay, right, you beat them, whatever. It doesn't matter. Whether you win by one or win by whatever. Wins a win, right? When it came to the game that mattered, in your house... He sent y'all home and he said Drew was home for good. Let's let's relax. That being said, Dennis Allen needs a head coaching job at some point. Um, I know he's been there with Sean Payne for a while. Dennis Allen deserves a job. I said that defense was phenomenal. And listen, Brady has those games every now and then that you're just like, what is going on? He's had a few against the Bills, had a few against the Jets, where he just he has a few won games against Chicago last year. You know, he, he just has those moments every now and then where you're like, okay, what is this guy? Now, I feel bad for the next team they face. Oh. <laughs> because it's it's going to be one of those five touchdowns, one one interception, excuse me, type, type of game. So, but yeah, I mean, listen, give New Orleans credit. They did what they were supposed to do at home. I feel for Jameis. I think he was having a bounce back season. Um, I mean, Lord knows they came in here and and, and, and wiped. So yeah, he was doing his thing. So now, you know, it's, it's on Taysom Hill. It's on... Uh, I, I listen. I can't fucking believe it. Tre- Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon. I, th- I I thought he was out of the league. I, I, yeah, I, I thought he was on the couch, like how we were. But I'm I'm like Trevor Simeon came in and and, and did and did that. Then again, you know, we saw stuff with Mike White. I said we're getting into that. But I I said wow. So I mean, listen, just off that, like 
listen, Trevor Simeon would have got the game ball for me as soon as we got off the field. Here, here's the game ball. You got it. Congratulations. But yeah, yeah, like I said, it was a little bit shocking. But then again, like I said, it's a Superdome. You know, wacky things have happened down there. And regardless of what I may think of the offense or the team as a whole, uh, their defense has been elite for several years. And that is a big part uh, due to, you know, to Dennis Allen. So um, he always has them ready. Tell you what, I, I mean, it's not often that Tom Brady has a stat line of 28 for 40, 375 yards, four touchdowns and two picks, and that's a loss. You know what I mean? Like that, that's not a bad game. Yeah, two turnovers, sure, but four touchdowns? I mean, he he's just not ready. For, I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound weird. I don't think he's ready for that team and that spot in the regular season. I don't think, he, I, I, for some reason, I just don't think he gets up for that. He, I don't think he wants to go back there in the, in the playoffs. I think he'd rather host that game, but he's not afraid to do that either. Right. You know, I mean, divisional opponents, divisional match matchups are hard. I mean, he won all on the road last year, every game on the road. Yeah. But he, I mean, they got smacked by the saints in the Superdome last year to start the season. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they did, but it's just like, I, once again, you say that he don't get up and what I'm, I'm telling, I'm telling for a fact, no one does not want to see him. I don't, I don't care if it's at, uh, at Epcot, at Disney. I'm telling you, they don't want to see Tom Brady in the playoff. And it doesn't matter where, it doesn't matter where, it doesn't matter when. They don't want to see that man because in, the, in their heart of hearts, they know their vacation begins the moment you see 15 minutes on the clock in this quarter one. They know it's time. It's over. So they, they don't want to see him. They read the face. That other 12 in Green Bay, who's also playing phenomenal, but he, he ain't that 12 down in Tampa Bay. And I've started on the show religiously, and I've tend to say that. I don't care how good he looks in the regular season. You know, they're the Utah Jazz of, of the NFL, but like I said, that's, that's just a crossover thing. But yeah, listen, Tom Brady, when it matters most. And yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Like you said, it's hard. It's hard. It's year 22. Yeah. You no, know, you keep lamenting about a year guy back. It's year 19 for the pro. Well, it's year 22 for Tom Brady. And yeah, it's, it's hard to get up for certain games. Divisional opponent or not, you know, it's, it's, it's just not. And once again, they put up 27, so I think they were clearly more into it than last year. Obviously, I think they remember what happened. It was like, okay, we're trying to do whatever we can. They were down, what they were down, what 26 to 7 or 21 7 at, at one point, 23 7, 23 7. And you know, we, and I, cause I was like, I'm like, uh, it's just once again, people I know was talking a while. I said, mm, this game is not over. Do you think it's over? You're, you're junk high or a mix of both, and you know. Literally, I, I went to get popcorn and a Mountain Dew Zero Sugar, not a sponsor. And it was, they had the lead. I said, wow. <laughs> wow. Just what like that. Fuck? Just just like that. Yeah. So I was just like, this dude is 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 ridiculous. But, you know, I said, hey, you know, kind of reminded me of the 06 AFC Championship game, you know, because I forget the corner that got the pick, but he, he showed away Marlon Jackson there. And I was like, who I'm having PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having PTSD at the moment, but. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's, it's going to happen. You're allowed one sticker a year, maybe even two, but you know, he's going to bounce back. That team as a whole is going to get bounced back. And guess what? NFL and NFC, they're getting healthy at the right time. So look out. It, it, you just think about Brady's career in Tampa so far. He's, uh, what is he? Uh, he's 20 and seven total. Uh, and, and so far he's one, in, he's one and three against the saints. Yeah, That's- I mean, well, I, I mean, there, because I mean, I, but you know, they, you know what, though, I, they, I mean, granted, 
I mean, well, remember the Ken Bro Thompson's all touchdown. You know, you can have your you can have your man. I met in Tampa, just in Tampa. Right? You- no, no. I'm saying about. I, I mean, overall though, like they they he struggled against those same teams. Like in in New Orleans though, in New Orleans he struggled against them. Oh, yeah, 2009. Yeah, whenever he's been home, you know, which I know alludes to your point about you know having to host a game. Uh, but when they when they've been at home in the regular season, you know he's done fairly well. But like I said, I, I just listen one game for your life as you as your, your famous quote. This is be on the t shirt too. Gun to your head. Um, that used to be on the shirt too. Gun to your head. One game. You know who you, you probably can't with. do that in twenty twenty one for. But got to be a little more uh, appreciating that. My bad. Well, <laughs> either way, what one game you play? You have lives on the line. That's more blood. That's more PC. You're rocking with Tom Brady forever and always. It's it's a tough loss. It's it's a surprising win for the Saints. Forty four year old Tom Brady. He's still the guy I would choose in a one game situation that you needed to win over any other quarterback in the league right now, or that has been in the league ever. He's my guy. I you, you still trust him at this stage of his career. He can still do all the things that he needs to do to win. Upping the shock factor, though. <laughs> you know, you've mentioned this a couple of times. Bengals walk into uh, MetLife Stadium. Five and two to face the one and five Jets. Mike White is the starting quarterback. I didn't even know. I, I didn't even know where this kid was from. No clue. Right. He proceeds to go thirty-seven of forty-five for four hundred and five yards, three touchdowns, two picks, and a thirty-four to thirty-one win over the Tiger King and the Cincinnati Bengals. Ray, talk to me. I mean, as you see. My, my jaw is dropping as you were giving off those stats. Instantly, they turned to meaning Cincinnati turned into Peter Warwick, the whole Corey Dillon, and Achilles Smith. You know that does some name drops for you there. But I said, "Wow, what that 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 is un that's unreal. That's unreal." You know, even goes go back to John Carter too. Let's go. Let's go even further back, right? But that's what they looked like all of a sudden. I'm like, "Damn!" Like you, I guess, I guess the Jets. Like this is how you're looking. But hey. This, this Jets team, listen, me and Joe have been on the bandwagon for Robert Sella. It, it really is really ABG with me and Joe, anybody but Gase. But <laughs> listen, <laughs> uh, Robert Sella could coach like that. He's here. It would have been easy for them to say, fuck this guy after losing 54 13, to come back and beat a team that's, that was first, I think, in the AFC, not just the, um, not just the AFC North, but in the AFC as a whole. Um, let's me know that he has the ear. He has the ear in that locker room and they will run through a wall for him clearly. So like I said, to beat the Titans, to beat the, to beat the Bengals, two good teams. Granted, they're still a few seasons away from being a serious contender, uh, but they're building something there in, in New York for sure. And I think that's not to be taken uh, lightly, but yeah, I mean, this sounds wild, but I'm like, are we on the Mike White hype train? Are we keeping Zach Wilson? Are we keeping Zach Wilson on the bench? He, he's looked better than Zach Wilson's looked all year, and that, that's not that's not an exaggeration. I know people say, oh, he's trolling. He's, I'm like, nah, check the numbers. Mike White, his last two games against us and against Cincinnati, you know, he he's looked like the guy that should be starting. Great, he's been in the league for a few years, but yeah, it's not like he's been playing and he was on your fantasy team every week. You didn't, you didn't no casual fan knew this guy was outside the college he may have went to when his friends and family for whatever talent he's in. He's balling. And I say, let it rock. It's about winning games, Robert. This ain't about protective feelings. Let him play until he shows that he completely sucks. Let him play. That's how I see it. Yeah, it's, it's okay because he's not choking. He's not choking right now. He, he's balling. So let him continue to play. And, you know, yeah. You're saying that you would, at this point in time, if Zach Wilson is healthy, based on what you've seen from Mike White, have Zach Wilson sit your number two overall pick of this year's draft. Now, what has he done? 
What what is that? What's it done to say? Okay, you can say being started. They did it because they had no hope. They've won. They've won these two games, or they've won another game with this guy. And he's looked, like I said, he's looked better than Zach Wilson's looked all year. That is not a <laughs> prediction. It's a spoiler. It's a spoiler, baby, that he's looked better than him. And yes, we get it. Like, he can easily turn into Mike Glennon next week. I, I, I get that. Once again, sorry, to, you know, no shade on Mike Glennon, but, you know, hey, shout out to your agent, too, for getting you 15 million a year a few years ago. So, I mean, he might also turn into jo- to, to Josh Johnson, who came in in relief for him a little bit. Right? We don't know what Mike. <laughs> First of all, I thought he was out of the league too. Me too, right? That's, <laughs> I'm just like, what is this? Is, yeah, like, what's going on in New York? Like, what is going on? But I was yeah, like, Josh I, Johnson from like Tampa? From Tam- yeah. Seven, eight yeah. years ago? That Josh Johnson? That's, that's, that, once again, that's, that's crazy. And, and, and once again, I hate to, to make it about this guy, but I'm like, they, you just say, okay, so Mike White, Josh Johnson, and then that guy in Seattle, Geno Smith. Like, listen, Cam, if you're listening, bro, I know you went and got the vaccine. I don't know what you do with minor scenes, but bro, get a coach that can help with that arm motion. Do something because these cats, when you're at your best cam, these dudes are not in your fucking stratosphere, bro. I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I cannot believe these. <laughs> these cops, like, I'm a job out. And Janet Newton is on the couch watching TV like you and me. I, that blows my mind. And granted, I know how we looked last year. I, but it's like, damn, if he's on and his mind is right, there's no way those guys, you're not telling me those guys are better than Cam Newton as a dual threat. That's just my opinion. But, and I get it. He's, he, I'm not saying he's going to come in and be a warm moon. That's not what I wrote what I'm saying. But he, as a dual threat, he's better than those guys. But me just to say back to, to Mike White, he, he, he should have the job until he shows that he's, he's not that guy. But what does that do? To, what does that do to the franchise? Dude? Like, what, think about it. I mean, I, I'm with you. I, he, comes, I, he, comes, he comes back next year and, and he, he gets the job. But, it, right now, once again, if you if you're looking to protect from further injury, that, that's that's how I would I be thinking of too, right? If you're looking to protect from further injury, he wasn't entirely ready. They lost their number one uh, lineman, I think, in Mackay Beckton. Lost them pretty early, right? So all that is going on, and you're you're white hot, no pun intended, with this guy. Then you let him run. It, this listen, this is the this is the NFL. This is not, you're not here to protect feelings. You're here to win games. And it's so ironic that it's the freaking Jets. You know why? Because you play to win the game. That simple. So if I'm him, fuck the feelings. Go out there and play. That's the play. Go out there and play. My, my question would be, based on what you just said, like you just listed all the reasons as to why this wasn't going the way of, of Zach Wilson. The number one lineman's <laughs> out, you know, he whatever. But let's say, you know, Mike White takes over this team at one and five, and then they, they finish the season at... uh. You know, let's call it seven and ten. That that's that'd be fucking beautiful for them, honestly. How do you go back to Zach Wilson? Because all the same obstacles that he had to face, Mike White did, and he overcame them. In reality, he did better. So, like, what does that like? What does that do to your number two overall pick? Okay, well, they just keep the search then. Fuck it. Okay. Oh well. Listen, I, I can care less. As long as we only have to worry about Buffalo in that division, I'm good. I don't care what the Jets do. I don't care what, um, you know, we missed the handicap you down there in, in Miami with Tua. I'm good. So if, as long as they still have troubles and they want to fight back and forth with James Wilson and White, I'm cool. No pun intended, but it's a dub for the Patriots. So I'm good. I'm I'm fine with that. But I think, I mean, listen, but I know seriously, like from a psyche standpoint, yeah, that probably would mess with, with Zach. But like I said, yeah. it's, a, it's about protecting the feelings. So if, if, that, if that guy is, is winning those games right now and you're not at the point that you need to be health-wise, yeah, I'm going to sit you out until you're able to come back, you know, get you, a, get you another offseason under your belt, 
you know, maybe get some other weapons, get another lineman or two that could really help their protection, you know, like they did for Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. That's perfectly fine. Um, Zach Wilson's made some throws that you're like, okay, I can see why he's the number two pick. And he's made, you know, some other throws that make some look like Ryan Leaf 2.0. So it's just like, you know, it, it's, and I'm great. And I would hate to put that on him that it's early to say that, but I'm just not in the business of protective feelings. Um, like I said, we'll get into that when we talk about our home team for basketball, but I, I'm just, I'm over, over protective feelings. Like if, if, yeah. if that guy's playing, I'm going to ride that wave until I can't ride it. No I'm with you, right? Like I, I, I don't have a horse in this race, right? But if, if, right. if, I'm, if I'm Zach Wilson and I'm one in five uh, up to this point, and I have all these obstacles and you have Mike White from who the fuck knows university come in and light up the Cincinnati Bengals. Like shout out to your mom, Mr. Wilson, but like you will be out of this league fast. So figure it out because you have some guy that no one even heard of before is now going to be the media darling. If he can do this, you know, again, seven and 10, if he gets this team to seven and 10, there's there's an actual conversation to to, to be right, had. Right, he becomes Broadway Joe two point Right, exactly. <laughs> like literally, he, he's he's in that conversation with Far because Far won the division. Chad Pennington, which actually that's who he actually reminded me of. This Mike White, he 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 looks like a Chad Pennington type guy, but he can throw. Chad Pennington could throw too for the shoulder injury. Uh, for the shoulder injury, Chad Pennington can throw. I think this guy has a. I think this guy actually has a cannon. Pennington was a very no. He, no, he, he has a better arm than Pennington. I'm saying, but like Chad Pennington before the shoulder industry, industry before the shoulder injury, you know, he was getting into Lebronius Coles. He was getting into Kerbad yeah. and Tatum Tatum also. He, he could throw it, but he wasn't a gunslinger like like this kid here. But yeah, but that that's the worst thing. If, if he becomes Chad Pennington, and like I said, Chad Pennington was really good in New York. Hey, <laughs> right. And so sometimes, I mean, sometimes you just kind of stumble into it, right? Like, and and, and that's okay. Um, Zach, it doesn't mean that Zach Wilson still wasn't the right pick because he was. You know, he, he was there. You want to get him fine. But if it turns out that this guy is better than what you believed, you know, your number two pick was going to be, it's okay to move off of Pell. They moved off Darnold in two years, so they can move on with Zach Wilson as well. It's all right. I mean, uh, at, you, like you said, you mentioned Ryan Leaf. I'll, say, I'll just say another more recent name. There's a chance that Zach Wilson is the New York Jets version of Tavares Jackson before Russell Wilson took that job over. Yikes. No one saw that coming. No one saw that coming. And then he's still here. And I, I don't know if this is going to happen. There's overreactions from one game. Real quick before we get to uh, BK's power rankings, the Dallas uh, Dallas Cowboys able to go into Minnesota and play a tough game and come up with a win. I thought Cooper Rush, I I thought he looked really, really good. I mean, I I think it was like 25 of 40, two touchdowns. That's what you needed. And then Zeke stepped up in terms of uh, pass block. He was not a great runner. I mean, I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, 16 carries, 50 yards wasn't great, but he did a lot of good uh, pass protection. And then Amari Cooper, he catches 122 yards in that defense again, opportune. They held it. And now, like six and one, the Dallas Cowboys through seven games have six wins. They have a real team. I think, you know, in that division now, because of Dak's injury, you know, they're already so far ahead of every other team. They've pretty much already sewed up the division, right? Right. If, if Dak isn't 100%, do you play him? No. Cause it, it's, it's not about the brain. It's, it's not about the brain of the season. Like, and honestly, if, if I'm, I mean, it is, but it's not. So if I'm Mike McCarthy, I'm looking every man in that locker room to say to a man, do you feel that we can get one on the road if we need to? And if that answer is yes, then I'm saying Dak until I, I absolutely need to play him. Listen, the defense is getting healthier. I know Gallup is coming back soon. You know, Michael Parsons has been everything. 
as advertised, if, if not more. I actually thought that's who New England was going to get at 15, but obviously, you know, Matt Jones falling to our lap. So either way, thank God it worked out for them. It worked out for us. You know, the running game has been where it needs to be most of the season. Um, it wasn't on Sunday, but it has been for most of the season, whether it's been Zeke or Pollard. So they have a two-headed monster. You know, Cooper's answer the bell, uh, Cooper Rush and Amari Cooper. So um, it's definitely been uh, the Coop show or like the old school show. Uh, they've been hanging with Mr. Cooper. That's right. Uh, you know, so that, that that was good. So, yeah, I mean, listen, they're, they're definitely the real deal. And to say otherwise, I say you're, you're like, say you just hate it. You just want to continue to troll their fans. And listen, they, they, they should have, you know, their chest out. Like I said, you, you won six out of six, six out of seven games. That that's an awesome start. They yeah. easily look like they easily look like a 13 win team. They should go 13 and four. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, no crazy no smile when I say this part. I hope they beat the bricks off Kansas City. I don't I know they don't play them next week, but I, I I hope they beat the bricks off them when they play Kansas City. Because yeah, they beat the Giants yesterday, but they don't look good at all. They don't because the win the win twenty to seventeen, it's just like okay, that Giants team that's two or that's two or five now, whatever, like you you barely beat them. By a field goal, bro. Like, nah, that that's just and I mean I think Mahomes had a pick in every game this season, which is insane. I could yeah, he doesn't look good. Their offense doesn't look good at times, but their defense is bad. It is really, really bad. I mean, we're talking like two thousand and uh ten Patriots bad, like not good at all. But that team was I, also fourteen to two. Terrible division. Terrible division. Sure, but I'm saying, but yeah, but it's just like Kansas City at some point needs to I mean Denver fell off. The Chargers are what now? What four and three now? Uh, I was about to say Oakland, but Vegas uh, surprisingly can could maybe run away with the division. They start to keep they keep playing. Well, I know they had a bye week, but it's like wow. So yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, listen, Kansas City is going to go on a run at some point. That that's just expected. They just start going to Super Bowl, but they they all go on a run at some point where everybody's like, oh my god, they can't see the Chiefs once again or doing X, Y, and Z. But yeah, they're not. They're, they're, the Super Bowl hopes are, are over. But no, but but uh, but back to the Cowboys. I just think that you know, in the NFC, Tampa is their only concern. Agreed. Uh, moving on to uh, BK's power rankings for uh, week, is it week nine? Is it week, week nine, nine yeah. power rankings? Yep, week nine. Yep. Uh, number one, he has the Los Angeles Rams at seven and one. Number two, uh, he has the Dallas Cowboys at six and one. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, uh, all, I mean, I give him a lot of credit for not doing the easy thing and putting the, uh, the Dallas Cowboys as number one. I mean, so we how would that have been easy? You instantly earn credibility by by doing the right thing. I think Bobby did there. Number three, we we have the Green Bay Packers at seven and one. That they're such a fraud team. As long as that man is your quarterback. You you could go sixteen and one. He's already proved it. He'll go fifteen and one and lose in his first in his first playoff game. He's sackless. Number four, Arizona Cardinals seven and one. I feel like that's a, a little too low for them. They should probably be a little bit higher. The Bills at five. Uh, I think we may beat them now, but go ahead, continue. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, continue. continue. The, the Bills at five and five and two. At mm-hmm. six, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at six and two. Seven, the Baltimore Ravens at five and two. Eat the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean. Off, off of that Jets loss, man, that's they should have been just taken off the entire power ranking. So they don't belong there. You think so? Well, listen, here's why. You, you have the Saints uh, uh, in the ninth spot at five and two. And then the Tennessee Titans who win despite losing their powerhouse running back at six and two. He has them in 10th. You're telling me that a Cincinnati Bengal team that just got their asses kicked in the fourth quarter by the New York Jets is better. Than the Tennessee Titans? I don't think so. So, off this game, no, right? Obviously, right? As it currently I, stands. I, yeah, as, as, it, yeah as, as it currently stands, right? No, but I do think 
Cincinnati's been the better team so far this. But yeah, like I said, if we're going off current things, then no, obviously, when we lose to the Jets. But then again, Tennessee lost to the Jets, too. So it's like, you know, they shouldn't be on them either. But it's just I mean, like the, that. So the, they, that, the that's a watch fell. that I've uh, the Bucks fell like three spots because they lost to a team that's still in the power ranking. So oh, he, listen, he, he he knows that you know you and I uh, are the two biggest support, Brady supporters on the show. So you know he, he wanted to take a little shot at us while we were on, and that's fine. You know, you know Joe would have said it right there where he needed to be. You know, because even, even though he changes, he changes that song Brady and Tampa, so we'll, we'll give him credit for that. But yeah, listen, Tampa's where they need to be in my opinion. Like they're not better than those teams right now. I think they will be come you know come the end of the season. But honestly, I, honestly, I don't have an issue with the list. Like, to me, he got the teams right. The, t- you know, the for- Titans should not be in tenth. You know this. You know it. Sure. I mean, if you want to switch them for eighth, which is already fine. But I mean, I, that to me is the only switch I would do. Sure. Um, and I can't. I said we got this far on the show. I oh, Von Miller, Von Miller, Jesus, are you kidding me? Are you kidding, Von Miller to the LA Rams? Like, and dude, this is what I listen. I don't want to hear about Sally Cat no more. I, I don't want to hear about that shit. They, they, for the last three or four years, they have pushed their chips all the way in and said, we're going to do it. And, you know, I I, saw, I I can't take credit for this joke, but I thought, I thought it was hilarious. So I, I had to bring it on onto the show. It's like they said the Rams picked Jared Goff number one in 2016. And they said, fuck this. We can't do this again. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I think that is spot on. They said, we're giving everybody our draft picks. We don't trust our people to draft. So we're just going to bring the best players from other teams and bring them in. So that, to me, is, is awesome. It's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> that's one of the better jokes I've seen today Today about that. But I'm like, I, I'm like, wow, Vaughn Miller. Because I'm the way he's out the guy he must was. He don't have to be in that no. fucking defense. He don't have to be. It wasn't, it took a, it took a second and a third. And this, this is where it's just like... Second and third, and and I and once again we know how our coach values those day two picks, but I'm like a second and the third for a guy that's a future Hall of Famer. What what do we what do we? Well, doing? I mean, what I what I would what just tell you, what I would what I would just tell you right now is that Bill, <laughs> when Bill does see uh, or he does identify that there is a need for a corner uh, at, uh, at the trade deadline, he does do it. Like he wasn't he got a keep to leave. But the, the, what there wasn't a need this year, huh? What <laughs> I, I I think. Now here's what I think. I don't want to. I don't want to get too more into Patriots talk. I think Bill, now at four and four, thinks with the AFC as wide open as it is, he has enough to make a run. Not a run to the Super Bowl, like maybe to an AFC title game or an AFC divisional game, but I, which will earn him three more years in in, in New England, right? Because it will exceed expectations. I don't think it's going to take. I would much prefer Stephon Gilmore to still be here. Trust me, I would. Sure, no, we we both do, but I'm not. My thing is, it's not, not even if you just get a corner. But I'm like, you, you're not telling me just an, an another piece, whether it's linebacker or like I said, another corner, even with someone that's just there for depth. Like you, you needed to add to this defense, whether it's to make us quicker, whether it's to make us more athletic. Like that's the goal. You lost Jonathan Jones, like that. That is that was the speed guy. You're not telling me unless you think Sean Wade. It's going to become Knuckle Butler 2.0. And please, God, it, it would be awesome for that to happen. But we don't know that right now. And granted, I still think teams look at us from the last 20 years and say, I'm not giving them a piece that's going to help put them over the top. I, I firmly believe it's the same shit that happened with Danny, even though we weren't over the top every year. It was not like, I'm not trading with Danny because he fleeces us. And if that guy sees a talent, that means he's, he can use something and that guy's going to become something. 
I totally believe that's the case why people would trade with Bill like that. However, it's like a second and third rounder, and they're paying nine million of his. That, that, that to me is up Bill's, and it does that's up his alley. They're paying most of the salary. You're telling me two picks and seven hundred thousand dollars, like, I, <laughs> like. Robert Carr spent more than that at the parlor he was at. Like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, you've got to go get that guy. Yeah, I said it. I'm sorry. Whatever. You can put that later on if you need to. But he probably spent more, more money there than what Denver spent or whatever. Or LA spent in Vaughn Miller. I just like the, the mentality of pushing all in and just saying, hey, we're going for broke. Now, granted, Rams, y'all, mother, whatever. Y'all, y'all got to get to the Super Bowl. You cannot trade for this guy and, and push all the way. The press is on. Or like that old is on. You got to get there. They did all of that to beat Brady in the, in the NFC title game. That's all they did. They did. Or to lose. Or to lose to them. Or to, but that, <laughs> they have now Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and Vaughn Miller to beat Brady in the NFC title game. Could, could you, you, I mean, granted, this is purely fantasy, but could you imagine if we had a guy, well, we did back in the day, Richard Seymour was phenomenal, but can you imagine if we had a guy like AD up front right now? Like, I mean, listen, and I love Barmore. I think Barmore is the next guy up. Like, he, he's in the next line with Vincent Seymour. Right. Like, we're going to be talking about him in a few years, being that guy. That you're like, wow, what a steal he was in a second. But yeah, I, I just, that to me would change everything. If we had a guy up front that you're like, besides Judon, that you'd be like, yo, rusher on the edge that can just get to that guy. That's why I was saying to get someone like Barmore. Like, I, like, I didn't even know he was available. So the fact that when I saw that, my uh, group chat went off. Like, yeah, it was like, yeah, Barmore to the Rams. I said, to the Rams. I said, what? <laughs> I, I, I said, damn, I, I said, man, when you got to go all in, it's, it's something in it. But, you know, it, it is what it is. But, you know, we, I'm, I'm still burning with desire to talk about our next thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm waiting patiently. Let's say, Ray, are, are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> the Boston Celtics last night blew a 19-point third-quarter lead, a 14-point fourth-quarter lead. And to, to a really good Chicago Bulls team, sure, but you had that game. You had that game. The Celtics fall to two and five on the year, last in the Atlantic Division. I think they're what tenth or eleventh or twelfth in the Eastern Conference. They're, they're last. I don't, I don't care what the stands are. They're last, regardless. They're last. After everything that happened last year, you know the GM Danny, he's gone. Brad no longer the coach. We saw the same problems. You still can't hold a lead against a good team. Last year was against any team, but you still can't hold a lead late in the game. Never mind that, Jalen. <laughs> Jalen Brown was 10 of 16 shooting from the field for 28 points through three. He took two shots in the fourth quarter while Tatum was 7 of 14 through, the, uh, through three and went one for eight in the fourth. Leads to, again, the leader, quote-unquote, Marcus Smart coming out after the game saying that Jalen and Jason need to, need to pass the ball. Sure, you know what? He, he might be right. Maybe you don't need to say that, but like it leads me to the actual title of this segment. What the fuck is going on with the Boston Celtics, right? I'm 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 fucking done. I, I listen. I I don't care that there's seven games in. I know you was giving me shit last night to the group chat saying that it's seven Not games. I. Pissed off. Yeah, you definitely were. I, I I was pissed off, and I, man, I'm still pissed off to this day. Like it's just it's unbelievable to me. You're up 19, 19. And once again, even when the game was getting away from you in the second quarter, Jalen Brown goes on a 10-0 run by himself. To basically bring you guys to the game. And that's what sucks us in, right? It sucks us in. It's like, oh man, like, you know, this, this guy's different. That guy's different. It's still, we're still playing two on five. <laughs> we're still playing two on five every fucking night. It doesn't make sense. I'm over it. And it's just like, they wanted, they pick and choose, we're still past the ball. 
And once again, South, listen, Marcus Smart was not wrong. But you, you, you not the guy to say that shit, bro. You not that guy. <laughs> and the fact that you had no assist in the game last night, don't take shit, bro. Because you, you one for seven all the time. Don't, don't be that guy. Yo, listen, Brad Stevens. Listen, you, you earned you. I came back to call you Brad Stevens because I thought you had a really good offseason, and you did, right? Bringing back Horford has been has been awesome because Al Horford's been our best player through the first seven eight games. That that's not debatable. Need to go, like, stands at the Logan Airport tomorrow. Like, bye. When they get down to Orlando, leave him there. Hell. Talk to Orlando about getting Terrence Ross. I'll take Terrence Ross right now over, over Josh Richardson. Go, go get him. Let him enjoy him, him and his family go to Disney World and enjoy the time. Because he, he, and his cancer is making more comments off the court than he's, he, his impact off the court is way greater than his on the court. He's not doing shit. So it's just, I just, there's so many things that's wrong. There's not enough time on the show to break down. I need another hour to at least to talk about the bullshit that's going on. And I'm just like, we, and listen, I, I got to take a shot at me. How many times I talk about horseshoes got to go, right? Horseshoes got to go. That's, I've said it, said it numerous times. Yes, yes, he was a good coach, but it, you know, it, his, his message clearly became stale. This shit is proving he was not the main fucking problem. He was a problem. He wasn't the main problem. And Ipe's not the main problem either. But at this moment, I'm just like, I'm, I'm at my wit's end. I just, I don't know what to say. I just, I'm, I'm in loss of words. It's Jason. It's Jason Tatum. But it's not just him, though. It's not just him. It's not just him. I, 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 I it's the easy. It's, but, it, I, I was, I'm at a loss of words, right? It's just, it's, 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 it's it is Jason to a certain extent. Um, this ironically, I think we talked about that. I don't know if it was with Abby. We talked about it over, over Joe Sway. I can't remember which interview it was, but we talked about Tatum and Brown becoming the new Pearson Walker, right? Paul Pierce was very much like this early in his career. The immature guy, oh, regret it. Tatum's not going out like that, but going out, you know, saying certain things to the coach, him and Doc getting into it, all this stuff, right? And then they trade Antoine, trade Antoine, make Paul the captain. You know, Pierce ends up having to kind of grow up. They have another season where they go, they're kind of bad at the midst of the playoffs. It really looks like that. But what I'm, what I'm, what I'm, the reason why I brought that up, this Perry may have to split now. And I'm like, once again, DK, Thank you hear this brother? I, listen, you you took the bullet early on, and you know me and BK was was on your head right away. And I still stand by that. Actually, I thought it was too early when you said it last year. I did. I'm not gonna back off that. But now is that time because once again, you got to send a message to this team that yo, this is no longer acceptable. So my thing is, if if, it, if it's smart and brown, if it's smart brown, it can't like two two of those guys got to go. So whether it's Tatum, smart and brown, like regardless, Marcus Smart got to be involved in the deal. Send, send him, send him elsewhere. Maybe Jack is first wings elsewhere too. Uh, I personally think that, uh, oh gosh, I was talking to someone about this earlier, but I, I forgot where I said, oh, to Utah. So if I, wait, let me ask you this. Would, would you trade Tatum? Craig, you can chime in on this too. Would you trade Tatum to Utah for Donovan Mitchell? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, that I, so I, to me, because Donovan Mitchell and, and Jalen Brown are, are super tight. I, I, I think with Mitchell, Brown, you know, whatever combination you want to bring in, have, having Horford, some other guy, like that, that they would actually make the call to solve with that team because Donovan Mitchell gets it. He, he understands that, okay, I think he, he's from this area too. He's from New England, I think. So he, he would fit into here in this culture day one. Fans would love him. He still fits the timeline because him and Jalen are both 24, I think. So, like, I would legitimately think about trading Tatum for Donovan Mitchell. And I know there's going to be folks that hear this, they think I'm out of my mind, and that's okay. 
but at this iteration of the Celtics, this version of the Celtics, I, I can no longer fully support. Do I love basketball more than anything? Absolutely. You're talking to the biggest basketball guy on, on this show. Um, but it's just like, I can, I can no longer <laughs> openly support this bullshit. And that's what it is. Like, and it's not just the coaching. The coaching hasn't been great. The, def- the defensive lapses. And it's like, they, and the, the worst part is they've had flashes already this season that when they lock in for real, there's maybe two or three teams that really could beat them. That Charlotte game showed me everything this team could be at its peak. They're going to score like crazy. And when they need four or five stops in a row, they're getting that. Even last night, they showed it. They showed it for, for, for 38 minutes. Or for, well, not even 38 minutes. For 33 <laughs> minutes, they showed when we're locked in, you cannot fuck with it. And Chicago's the best team in the East right now. New York is one of the best teams. Like, they played up to their competition. They played up to it. They haven't won, but they played up to the competition. But it's like, at some point, it's got to turn into wins, and it's not happening. They have been bad since, you know, Mike's heat d- took us out of the playoffs a couple <laughs> years ago. Like, that's what's going on. They beat us at six, and they, whatever heart check that Kemba was talking about, that that heart was ripped out of them at that moment. And, it's, and the, heart, the heart was ripped out from Bam Adebayo's block a couple years ago to now. It's been all downhill. I'm fucking done. So I, I think it's going to be tough for me to follow that rant. But what I would say is, you know, if if we're under, if we have this consensus that Jason Tatum is the guy, right? As he's been anointed, as he's been, as we've been told by every uh, basketball guy, not not you guys, but you know, uh, in the national media, you know when it's not your night. So you make others better. And what he did in the fourth quarter last night tells me he didn't. Either he doesn't care or he doesn't know. One is ignorance. One is punishable, right? So if you don't care and you need to get your eight shots in, you, you, you just can't do that. You really can't do that. And I think, you know, last year when I said it, maybe I was a little too soon. I could still be wrong. This is the final year that you have to test this. If Tatum and Brown do not elevate the people around them to get this team, which it's not the greatest Celtics team that we've seen of all time, but when they all, like, as you said, lock in, they can beat pretty much any team. If they don't make, if they don't make a deep Eastern Conference run, I'll say right now, if they don't get to a final, you need to move on from one of them. Personally, I would move on from Tatum. Now, here's what, again, just listen and breathe when you're listening to this, uh, or however you're doing it. You need to accept the fact that whoever you send elsewhere is going to go on to have a dominant NBA career. It's going to happen. You're not going to win in this in this situation in terms of losing talent. You just might win championships. And and for me and for most of the Celtics fans, that's really all that matters. Because Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown are two ungodly talents. And we saw them play together, and it's amazing. But sometimes talented players like that don't mesh very well they just can't elevate each other i think that personally i think that they're too redundant i don't think that they do anything differently or not anything but they, they don't do too much differently to, to, to impact the team so like we're, we're here it's tuesday november 2nd you're listening to this whenever you're listening to this I, I this is it this is the last year and for me move on from tatum right so this is the issue right there's a lot of things that came to my mind as you were speaking right so what we continue to forget 
And even though I cannot stand this pundit that I'm about to give credit to, um, his name is Nick Wright. He brought up a few years ago, and he wasn't wrong, you know, especially not wrong now, but he wasn't wrong then. But, you know, once again, he took the bullet a few years ago. Tatum and Brown really were supposed to be here, honestly. The plan was Anthony Davis and Kyrie Irving. That was the plan. And you got Kyrie, you know, kind of through a back channel. You got Kyrie. So it was supposed to be Ky- Kyrie and AD and then, you know, whatever parts you could fill in. And then, you know, my God, Hammond and Gordon Hayward was your thought option. My God, we 18 would have been here immediately. But once again, that's a whole nother time of the day. But I think about that also, uh, speaking of Hayward, the worst thing that happened was that he got injured in 2017. Yep. That's the worst thing that happened. Because once he went down and you gave them the keys, and it's any young guy, right? It's not, it's not just because it's them. Any young guy, right? I think it would have been different had you gave him the keys from the jump. Like, it was just like, okay, this is y'all, whatever. But Hayward was coming in. He was the big signing. You traded Calvin for a month later. Jalen Brown gets put to the bench. Well, no, Jalen Brown ended up starting, but, you know, still had Horford. You know, still had Marcus Morris. So it was still a veteran-leading team uh, that 2017-2018 year. But obviously, between injuries and trades, there's a lot of things just end up happening. You know, the hospital assaulters were born. So, you know, Rozier catches fire. R- really, truth be told, now hindsight shit. Maybe they get to a finals with Rozier, Brown, Tatum, Horford and Hayward. Who knows? Maybe. Because even that's still a very talented team without a Kyrie Irving. But I get it. They were in panic mode. They, they felt that they needed another all-star that guard. That's why they got Kemba Walker. Listen, at the time, I thought it made sense. I yeah. know hindsight's 2020. So you can always say it, it didn't work out. Yeah, it didn't work out fine. Uh, but at that time, it made sense to go get replace another all-star with the all-star. A guy that they were going to like playing with, which they did like playing with. And, you know, it, it worked for 30 games. <laughs> uh <laughs> And then, you know, he chose to play a million minutes in the All-Star game, and the rest was, was history. Uh, but just but yeah, but back to the Hayward injury. Yeah, him, him going down changed everything. Because once the keys were given to them, and they had that one Tatum's first year, where he was showing, like, look, I am the future. Like, I'm not next, I'm now. And, you know, we all bought a lot of sinker, because I, I was talking cash shit to anybody that wanted to hear it. He was, he was money, and so was Jalen Brown, especially in that Milwaukee series, right? I remember that game four when they both went for 30 plus, And I was like, oh, <laughs> I said, oh, this is, I mean, we got these two guys next to Kyrie and Hayward next year. How did they lose? Well, they did. But <laughs> it's like, God damn. It was like, like really? Um, but yeah, that, that was the worst thing that could have happened. So now it's like, okay, I feel like if you do trade Brown, Jalen no. Brown becomes, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, I, I just feel like that's who, I, I just, I, my gut just says that's what they end up trading, right? I just feel like that's what they would do. They didn't trade Brown. How they trade up Walker? Cause I see Brown like I see Walker, and another guy's an All Star. Gonna get something I like, but Antoine goes to to Dallas, plays well, whatever. Goes to Miami. He wins before Pierce, and I remember being pissed. Cause I can totally see that happening now. If they trade Jalen Brown first, you can guarantee wherever Jalen Brown goes, that team is either going to a conference final <laughs> or they're gonna win championship. And we're gonna be sitting there like, wow. Hey, Jalen Brown really won an NBA championship at whatever in a few years before before Taylor. So that's what I can see happen. And that would be like I might be ready to jump off the second bridge if that happens. Like that I that'd be I'd be wild. I'll also say this right now. So hopefully when you jump, you have a bungee cord. I firmly believe that Jalen <laughs> Brown is going to win a championship before Jason Tatum does if he does leave. And if he stays, yeah. I think Jalen Brown will win a championship before Jason Tatum does. I think Jason Tatum has all of, of, of the things that you want 
to make a, 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 like a great, a top five NBA player in terms of stats. Mm-hmm. I, I, I said this in, 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 the, in the group chat. I just wish that when he drove to the basket, he drove to score and it, he didn't drive to draw, uh, to draw a foul. And that is, you can tell. I get it. That's the name of the game now. I get it. He, he, get, he gets fouled. He, he gets fouled a lot and they don't call it. Like, like, is it like, even I think about the Washington game, right? And this was like in the first overtime, I think, of, I think in the first, second overtime, but you could tell Bill clearly hooked him. You could tell. Like, TV in person, you could tell Bill literally hugged that man and they just swallowed a whistle. And, it's, and I told, I, I, I told Bobby, I said, this is why Tatum gets pissed. I said, I'd be pissed too. If I'm getting held, try to call, and I get it. But if you don't, if you don't hold Tatum and you just say, hey, he's going to cook your ass every time one on one. You have to scratch full grab against him. Or he's going to, same thing with Jalen. You, ha- you have to kind of cheat against these guys. Because if not, as you saw last night with Jalen Brown, you're going to get worked every time. That's how good these guys are individually. Um, and they know it too, which is, you know, part of the reason why the ball move is not what it is. But, um, so, you know, it goes back to that smart point. Smart was right, but he's the wrong messenger. I didn't, I didn't even find, I didn't even find it. Al Horford said it. I didn't even find, really, actually, I don't know. Never mind. Al Horford's the only guy that could said it. it I, I love, I love the fact that he talked about how he felt that it was on him. It's like, it's not, sir. You, you have been the saving grace. And I knew he was going to ball when he came back. He was, oh, he's 34 years, 35 years old. I'm like, he didn't fucking play in Oklahoma City. He literally got treatment all year. So I was like, he's feeling great. He's jumping over people, jumping around, blocking everything in sight. The double big lineup works a lot better this year than it did last year because I mean, Tristan Thompson just wasn't just wasn't good at all. You know, he had a few moments like he was really good in the playoffs, but other than that, he, he wasn't like great throughout the year. So yeah, Horford's already paying dividends in that regard. But yeah, some something's got to give though. Some has to. We need a Wolves bomb, Sanders bomb, whatever. Something like that. Two happen. quick things before uh, b- before we wrap up. The first thing now I know that there are circumstances that will not come through to this uh to this analogy or to this uh comparison that i'm about to make but if i were to tell you that five years ago you would have J- uh uh jason tatum and jalen brown and over the course of that five years you would have surrounded them with kyrie irving kemba walker and gordon hayward and then tell you that you did not have to have a championship to show for it what would you say that would have philadelphia eagles of the early 2000s failure 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 they got someone though they got to one. So yeah. we need we need a TO. Who's gonna be our TO? That, that we need a TO that's gonna say, hey, get on my back, we're gonna get there. Cause these are the reason why they got to the championship. It, it wasn't McNabb. So, yep. so wholeheartedly yep. agree. Yeah. And uh, so we need we need we need our TO. I don't know what to me, but to me, Donovan Mitchell could be that guy. I I, I think that he, he he is that Boston fans will love Donovan Mitchell the minute you step on the floor. The minute you step on the floor. Because Donovan Mitchell doesn't he only knows one speed. And he is the D weight of this era, in my opinion. You want somebody, a guy that gets to the line, who's going to drop 40 on your head when he needs to, who's going to defend, even though he's a little smaller, but he's, he's going to defend when he needs to. And once again, he has a chemistry with Jalen Brown. That, and so if we're talking about getting rid of Tatum, you want to say you were, you were building around Jalen Brown, I, I promise you that Donovan Mitchell's that guy. Now, I don't know if Utah thinks to do that. To me, I don't know why they wouldn't. I mean, you, Tatum was bigger than, than Mitchell, you know, Ingles and Conley can be the can be the playmakers over there. Then you got Ro- Gobert. I think you would see Tatum first over there in Utah, honestly, um, playing next to someone like Gobert. His, his defense would be better, uh, so on and so forth. So, um, and then Chris Snyder preaches ball movement. Like, you cannot play for Utah if you don't move the ball. So, 
And it's been like that since Jerry Sloan. So that's just something they literally, they, they have a Utah Jazz Symposium. It's hi, hello, welcome to Salt Lake. Two, you move the ball a long time. Like that's, that's just what it is. <laughs> uh, that's what it is there in Utah. So yeah. So listen, think about it, Celtics fans. Listen, you're speaking to someone who never wanted to see this duel break up. I don't want to see Antoine and Paul break up either. Like I, I have a picture of them in my, uh, well, not in my, in my mom's house. I, I love them both. I want them to win here, but if not, like we, something got to give. But just to be clear, when that duel broke up, they both won a championship. Right. So I, I'm so if that's the case, I'm, I'm here for it. But I wanted to win together. I was I wanted Paul and Antoine to win together. I just felt that just felt more getting because they both got drafted. You know what I'm saying? Like just like yes. just like Tatum and Brown got drafted. That to me. And it, it really is similar things, right? It really is. Now, I mean, they wasn't great right away uh, meeting uh, Paris Walker, but, you know, that run against the Nets, but that, once again, that team, you never questioned their the heart. heart, the heart. Yeah. You never, never questioned that. I said, that game three against New Jersey said it all, right? You, you, you never questioned that. So the game five against Philadelphia that year where they blew them out in their building. I mean, well, they blew them out at the, at the, at the, at the, at the then the fleet center, right? You know, you just never questioned it. The game against Al Harrington, <laughs> Uh, when Pierce is staring them down, not down to three. Like you, you just, there's so many moments you can go to. Uh, and like I said, Pierce, uh, Tatum and Brad have had some moments already in the playoffs. And you're like, okay, you know, these, these guys are game time when, when it matters most. But I don't know. But like I said, you, you, you said it perfectly, brother, when you said that it's it's this year or, or never. Once again, DK, we give you your flowers while you're still here, brother. You took the bullet or early on. I say I didn't agree, like I say at the time, but like I said, you were ahead of the curve and, uh, you know, like I said, like I, said I'm, I can't fully invest. I'm, I'm going to watch because we're going to talk about them on the show. But And I'm also going to be start working at the garden, so I have to see this bullshit itself. But I'm not happy about that, but it, it is what it is. Real quick, 30 seconds before we go. What happened to Bobby's rookie of the year candidate, Peyton Pritchard? I, I don't know. And, and it's a shame because him and Nisbet need to be playing. And so is Romeo. This team needs energy. They need energy. I mean, and those three guys provide that. I get it. Emay's looking for wins. So he's not looking to develop the young guys right away. But if I mean, he, he looked back at last year, there's games that we don't win without paying pressure or on your knees. So what will be well? Pritchard's playing 14 minutes a game. Uh, not, a, not a lot. Not I mean, He should get a little bit more, but two points. That's what he's averaging. You got to do more. I, you have to do more. Well, he, he's got to be more, but it's, it's, it's just like my thing is, what did him and Neesmith do? That they're back in the dark house. I mean, Grant Nisa wasn't playing under Brad last year either, so it wasn't like that. Like, Perry Pritchard was playing more, but I just, I don't understand why that's the case. Maybe he makes protecting him because of the, because of the masking. I don't know, but it's just like, listen, you're not at liberty to pick and choose when to play certain guys. The only guy that should be at the end of the bench is Bruno Fernando. Um, actually, you know what? Hernan Gomez is just one time. I like what I saw him in the preseason. Like, to me, you know, you need to switch things up. Like, it's, it's okay to, to switch up. This second unit should be one of the best second units in the league. It should be. On paper, when you look at Richardson coming in, having either staggering Horford or Williams, you know, and then maybe having Brown and Tatum, depending on how you stagger the minutes, like, that, they should be one of the best second units in, in the league. This is not Jeff Teak out there coming out. This is not Brad Watermaker coming out there. But, but you need that. You need that. So I, I, I don't know what they do from here. I really don't. Cause I, like I said, I, I, I no longer have confidence into any game they come into. I really don't. And that, that I'm like I said, that last night's game broke me. I, I have to be honest. It, it broke was that there, there's no game they come into thinking. I think now they, they have a shot to win. And Bobby asked me for the game last night. He said, Hey, you think they got a chance? And I said, they do. And the, the, what's wild. I told him a few years ago, I said, this season, this rest, this Celtics season is going to mirror 
the Red Sox season, meaning that they catch fire with no one thinks they will and they'll get to at least a, you know, the version of Conference Finals, but we can squash that. After after yesterday, I'm like, I just fuck it. And this and I I understand that, you know, this is, you know, early on, but this has been happening since Bam Autobio's block in the bubble. So my bubble has bursted, pun intended, and I'm I'm over it. I'm done. The Celtics are on pace to go 30 and uh, 31 and 51 this year. So with that, uh, for Rayshon Buchanan, my name is Michael Marcangelo. Thank you so much for listening to Missing the Point, and we'll talk to you later. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, is that the no, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big hole. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.